is to be back here this, this evening. Join me in standing. I'll be reading Mark 16, 15. And it says, He said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Brother Trent, can you open, up, open us up in a word of prayer? Man, join me in singing page 394, to the word. Seventy-seven. Rescue the perishing.
All right. Welcome to the afternoon service. Hope you're wide awake and ready to uh, function, right? So a year ago, we had the Slates come and be with us. Um, Brother Slate pastored for years down in Arkansas. Uh, he's retired. Uh, they go to uh, Spokane at uh, Faith Baptist Church. And uh, we've just become friends. He was getting ready, going to Germany. And uh, we as a church voted to give them some money so that they could go be a blessing to missionaries. And so I, I was uh, at home, I'll be honest with you, I was at home on Tuesday, and I told my wife, I said, man, you know, we should have ended this thing with the slates. They, they ended it last year. They ought to end it this year. And she goes, well, call him. And I'm like, yeah, you know, pastors, big-time pastors like this, they're, they're booked for years, you know. you got to get on a three-year calendar and all that. But I text him, and uh, they were available this weekend, so he agreed to come. And he's got a video that he's going to share. You want to come and give us just a little rundown on that? And then we'll watch the video, and we'll have another special, and then he's going to preach for us. Well, it's good to be back, and I only have four open dates on my calendar. Winter, spring, summer, <laughs> and fall. All right, that's, that's how it goes. All right, now this time doesn't count as preaching. Okay, so... We'll start the clock after the singing and the video because last year I went overtime. And so I owe y'all some time this year. So we're going to cut it down because you have naps to get to and I have four and a half hours of driving to, for my wife to get to. But um, let me just say a word about if I can, can I say something about the pins real quick, preacher? The preacher told me I could put the pins out there. Here's what we're doing this year because we want to be part of what you're doing here. You helped us so much, been so gracious. Last year we did the pens on donation basis. Every pen has a price marked on there, and yeah, they really do sell for that, believe it or not. But we want to do donation again here this year. And the first 10, okay, so if 10 sell uh, or donated toward, all of that goes to your missions conference. So if you're going to write a check for that, make it out to your church here. If it's cash, don't give it to my wife or it won't get to the church. <laughs> So be sure I get that. And so the first 10 pins donations are going to go back to your missions conference here, and we appreciate you so much. This is our first time ever video. And so I watched the Sandalas video this morning. This isn't that. All right. But this is our first time ever. I had warning Tuesday to get ready. And so it'll tell a little story. There's two things I want you to watch for in particular on here. One is there's a picture of Brother Bill Richards, who is the missionary that we normally go over there to see. This time we spent more time with his son, Seth Richards. But we did see Bill while we were there. But there's a picture of him on there from when we were there last time and a picture of him with my wife and I this time. And you will see that his life, like my life, and so many of us, Brother Gritz, is passing by. And we're more toward the end of our ministry than to the start of our ministry. But I wanted to share that, have you take a picture in your mind of that. That's why we need the young missionaries. That's why we need the young pastors and young preachers. And then there's another picture on there. My wife's sitting with a young lady named Betty. I'll say more about that uh, as we go. Betty's actually in the slide prior to that, but you won't know that because it's prior to that, right? 
But she's actually in that slide prior to that. But Betty got saved nine years ago when I was preaching in Austria, and she's still serving in Brother Seth's church there today. And I'll say more about that during the sermon. So if it'll run, I'm ready when y'all are. Carol and I want to thank you for helping us to make our third trip to the country of Germany. On this trip, we were able to travel with our pastor and his wife, Brother Brandon and Miss Wanda Shaw. As you're seeing, it is a very scenic and beautiful country. There are many modern buildings, many old buildings demonstrating some ancient architectural styles, beautiful rivers, lots of walkways. As a whole, the people there do far more walking than we're used to here in the United States. We were able to do some touring while we were there as well. We stepped into Austria for just a few hours and visited the site of where Sound of Music was filmed. We were able to go to Dachau. So that was our third trip to Dachau, which is something everyone should do. Then we were in Freiburg, as you can see here, which is in the Black Forest where they make thousands of clocks. Churches are highlighting the landscape, castles highlighting the landscape. Again, a very beautiful place. When Bill and Gay Richards went to Germany, they went to Metzingen to start an independent fundamental Baptist church. It's a town that has grown up around them and is now known as Outlet City. You just saw our favorite bakery there. This is our missionary Bill Richards seven years ago. And here he is with us this past year. We're so blessed to have the friendship of Bill Richards and to know the truth of his faithfulness and service to our Lord. Here he was preaching on Sunday morning as we have our Bibles opening, listening to him in German. And every now and then he would tease us with just a little bit of English. Here's his son-in-law, Jeremy Randall, who is also finishing up deputation to be a missionary in Germany. He taught the Sunday school hour, his wife, Carrie, there. There's my wife, of course, with a couple of young German girls. And the German people are always gracious when we're there. Always good to be in the presence of brothers and sisters in Christ. Though we can't communicate with them well, it's always a blessing to be there. This church has been a solid church for over 40 years. Well, there I am, I'm thinking about another Daisy Bell. also visited in Ingolstadt, Germany, where Seth Richards has established an infant Baptist church. Here's the congregation there in Ingolstadt. And here is a picture of Betty with my wife. Betty trusted Christ on our last trip there in 2016 and is still faithfully serving in that church there. 
there is Seth interpreting for me as I preached there on a Sunday morning. After preaching that morning, we began our journey to the city of Dresden. Dresden is a city of about 560,000 people, about 1.1 million people in the area. And it is a city that Seth has had a burden for for several years. We went to walk the streets of the city and to pray with him about God's plan for his future there in Dresden. I would ask you to join with us in prayer. It's a city steeped in religion, but in dire need of the clear gospel of Jesus Christ. Would you join with us in praying? Here we are coming home, and we're glad to be here. Rules. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. <coughs> Little ones to Him belong, they are weak, but He is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Yes, was a blessing. I'm going to have Brother Slate come and preach for us. Come on, Brother. And Miss Carol, we're glad that she's here. That way he behaves himself. All right, open your Bibles, if you would, to Psalm 103. Psalm 103, we'll get there in just a minute. And I feel like I've been with you more this Missions Conference, then the last one, I got here last year at the same time on Saturday evening and felt like I'd missed a lot. So this year I listened to all of the services online and enjoyed that and had uh, 
Brother Lalo, did I say it right? Send me some missionary prayer cards. And so I was working on missionary names and children's names, but the Sandala's names are on the back, Brother Lalo, so I didn't get that. And so I've been cramming, all right, trying to get these names. And this was Audrey, the blonde right here, then Madeline, then Emma, right? And so, all right, and so I've been working on that, and I had a cheat sheet just in case. But, uh, <laughs> but I have been working on that. My heart goes to Nathan. I was number four in a family of five with four sisters, just like Nathan. So me and Nathan are already buddies. He don't know it yet, but, uh, but we are. We're blood brothers in, in some sort or another. About everything I saw on the Sandalas video could be said about Germany, a, a beautiful country, progressive, if you would, by the world standards. While I was there, we kind of circled that west end of uh, Czech Republic, didn't get in there, but we kind of circled that. But a lot of religious background, but very little truth. And so our missionaries definitely need your prayer, and that's true around the world. Psalm chapter 103, let's just read the first five verses if we could. Beginning in verse 1, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, bless the reading of your word. Lord, I pray that you'll bless this next few moments in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to speak to you for just a few minutes on the benefits of missions involvement. Notice, if you would, again, verse number 2. The psalmist said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And I said I want to speak on missions or the benefits of missions involvement. Two simple definitions. Now, first of all, old school Webster's simply says that mission is sending or being sent, usually the latter, a being sent or delegated by authority with certain powers for transacting business. So all of us or to be involved in missions. It's a sending or being sent. So we're sending or we're being sent. And by the way, as has already been preached in the, the services I've heard, uh, all of us are sent. All of us have a mission field, if you would. But uh, our, our blessing of being sent, and by the way, Webster's definition, I love this, being sent or delegated by authority. The authority is a local church. And he goes on, Webster says, with certain powers for transacting business. And so the business is the preaching of the gospel, the baptizing of converts, the establishing of local churches. And so that's, that's missions. And we're going to talk about the benefits of missions. The word benefit, again by Webster, simply means an act of kindness, a favor conferred. And so, so David is saying here, praise the Lord all my soul and forget not his kindnesses. Forget not his favor towards you. Forget not his benefits. Too often in our Christian life, if we're not careful, we get focused on the commandments of God, and there's plenty of them. But sometimes we'll take that as a negative. 
And we'll just look at this list of things we're to do. For instance, the Bible talks about salvation. What does is, what is, uh, the Word of God say in John chapter 3? Ye must be born again. That's a commandment. Ye must be born again. But with that commandment, there's some benefits. How about eternal life? How about forgiveness of your sin? Well, I love that song this morning. It's under the blood. And thank God for that. There's some benefits with that command. A repent and be baptized. That's a command, right? But there's some benefits. The, 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 the knowledge of the, the fact that you've been obedient. And even as a child, wasn't it just better when you were obedient? And your heart, your mind, just everything about it. There's some benefits of that faithfulness. It's required of stewards that a man be found faithful. So we're to be faithful. He doesn't say we have to be eloquent or we have to be best in our field. We're to be faithful in doing what God's called us to do. But there's benefits to that. Rewards here and rewards, of course, in heaven. Giving, giving it shall be given to you. That's, that's a command. We're to be involved in giving. But if you've done it for any length of time, you know there's some wonderful, wonderful benefits. It shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. And we see the laws of sowing and reaping over and over again. Now then, the benefits of missions involvement. The Bible tells us we're commanded, preach the gospel to every creature. Every one of us have that command. When I first started into retirement, I'm thinking, okay, now what? Where's, where's my ministry? I don't have a church per se, preacher. I don't have, well, all of a sudden I realized I have a community. I know I've always had one, but all of a sudden that was where I lived. That, that was where I spent time. And guess what? I found a need for ministry in my community. And so, so now then, this past week, I took a little part-time job at Steal Your Dollar, I mean, Silver Dollar City. And um, so I've got, guess what? There's another mission field. You know, they've got some Christian foundation, but I've learned real quick, there's not all Christians working there. I've got a responsibility, and so do you. So we're to preach the gospel to every creature, and we should do that on our job with our families and our communities and our churches, on our mission field. But what are the benefits? What, what, what is there that we have to do, and how can we accomplish that preach the gospel to every creature? Well, several things are necessary. One, for these missionaries' sake, Prayer, we've heard them say that over and again. Pray for us, pray for us, pray for us. My, how important prayer is. And if you've not visited a mission field, I know we can, we can sense some demonic oppression here that Brother Gritz talked about. We can sense some of that in America. But I'm telling you, I've never sensed it in America like I've sensed it on foreign fields. And Bolivia, for me personally, was probably the greatest sense of demonic oppression that I've personally felt, but I've felt it in other places. They need prayer. So how, how do we participate? Well, through prayer, through giving. That's what this conference is all about, right? To, to this week starts our missions conference back at home. And, and so next Sunday, we'll be doing what you're doing. We'll be filling out a form and a little piece of paper and saying, here's what God's leading us to do in missions this year. And my wife and I will be involved in that as well. So let me give you some quick benefits. There are benefits, first of all, to every individual who participates. If you participate in missions, whether it's going, giving, praying, and it should be all three, then there are definite benefits. The benefit that you know you've been obedient to what God has commanded. The benefit of seeing souls saved. Well, there's no joy like that. Whether it's someone you personally lead to Christ, or someone in your church, or someone that, that uh, you've been on a mission field, whatever, your missionary leads to Christ, you've got a hand in that. And what a wonderful joy 
that is. And there's the benefit of wisdom being added. Isn't that what the Bible says? He that winneth souls is what? Wise, right? So there's wisdom added. So there's benefits. There's benefits to the local church that's involved in, in individual missions or in missions. Do you want God's blessings on your church? And I think you do. I do. You know, we, I want God's blessings on our church here in Spokane. And, and when I was pastoring, I wanted God's blessings on our church. But let me tell you, you get involved in missions. God's going to bless the church. God's going to meet the needs of the church. Paul wrote to the church at Corinth talking about the churches of Macedonia. And he said, Moreover, brethren, in 2 Corinthians 8, 1, we do you to wit of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. Paul said, listen, there is a special measure of grace that those churches have experienced that you've not experienced yet. And they've experienced it because of their giving, because of their missions involvement. So there are benefits to the local church that is involved in ministry or in missions. Abundant grace enables them. Abundant grace blesses those churches. Churches have needs too, right? We've, we've heard this week about the missionary needs and we've heard about our individual needs and the missionaries' individual needs. But listen, churches have needs. And God blesses and meets the needs of those churches that are obedient in this area. Thirdly, there's benefits to the missionaries who receive. And Brother Carter, I've never alliterated a sermon, okay? So, so good company, bad company, we're together, brother. I've never alliterated a sermon in my life unless I stole it. If it was ever alliterated, mark it down, I stole it from somebody else, all right? So, but there's, there's, there's benefits, thirdly, to the missionaries as they receive. I'm sure that any of these missionaries and countless others, we've sent out a number of missionaries out of the churches I've pastored and, and I've known many missionaries, and they all have needs just like we do. They, they have the same needs. They have, uh, they have financial needs. They've still got to buy gas. They've still got to pay for a house, whether it's renting or buying or whatever they can do in their respective fields. They still have utilities. They still have all the things that go with it. And then you put on top of that many traveling trips. This trip we just took is a reminder to me of what our missionaries are out a whole lot more often than I am and all of their trips back and forth. And those things are necessary, by the way. They still have needs. And then you add to that being separated from your friends, your family, your, your local church family. You know, I don't know about you. I, I'm already attached to our local church at Spokane. I mean, I've been there a couple of years now, but that's my church family. And I texted, uh, Brother Brandon and I text back and forth when I'm gone. And uh, I don't know, he'll be first sometimes, I'll be first sometimes. But, but one thing's always in there. We miss being there, and unless he's lying, they miss us being there, right? <laughs> Why? Why? Because we're a family. Well, our missionaries have left that. They're over there, and they're establishing a family. But this was their family over here. And so they have all of that added onto it. But when we're praying for them, when we're giving to them, when we're helping them, that's a blessing to the missionary. And they are dependent upon us uh, for our faithfulness. They're dependent upon us to support them. Most of the fields that I'm aware of, our missionaries cannot go there and take a job. They, they can't live off of the land. They have to depend on us. I, I probably did this with several missionaries, but the one that comes to mind when we sent the Elsies to Bolivia I had to write and sign, notarize a letter of repatriation, which basically said, our church is responsible. If, if something happens to them, we'll get them home. If something uh, comes up, we're going to support them. 
we're going to take care of them. Well, listen, we're not a big denomination. We're an individual church. And most churches that I'm aware of that have sent out missionaries would be hard-strapped to fully support a missionary, to fully support a family on a foreign field. So they're dependent on all of us here as churches to be faithful. And what a blessing and what a benefit it is to them as we fulfill our responsibility, enabling them to fulfill the responsibility that God has called them to. And I think as Brother Gritz touched on it this morning, but the missionaries I've sent out have always been some of the top givers in our church. Well, sometimes we look at missionaries as receivers. You know, well, they're coming, they're getting our support and what have you. But I'm telling you, the missionaries that I've personally sent out, and I think many, many others, have been heavily involved in missions before and after going to the mission field. And so they're blessed as we're faithful. And then, number four, I jotted down there, benefits to the unsaved person who hears. There's benefit to the unsaved person. Do I need to develop that point? Do I really need to belabor that point? Someone hears the gospel for the first time. They come to know Christ. Their sins are forgiven just like yours have been. Is that not a benefit? I told you to keep an eye on Betty there. Betty came to the uh, family retreat that I preached in Austria. And, and uh, probably similar in, in uh, the Czech Republic, but they're in Germany. It's not unusual for a person to visit the missionary's church for two, three, or four years before they ever make a profession of faith. They come, they listen, they, they've heard so much false teaching or, or no teaching, either way is not good. And so they come year after year after year, and Betty had done that, so I'm, I'm prefacing that so you know I don't take any credit for this, but when I was preaching in Austria, Betty bowed her head and trusted Christ as her Savior. Now, like the culture is, she didn't tell anybody. That was kind of a quiet thing. That was a private thing. A couple of days later, she called Brother Seth, and she said, I've got to tell you, I got saved. I got saved. And, and he quizzed her about it and, and uh, got a testimony of her salvation. And, and so I put that picture in there because when we got ready to go back this time, Seth told Betty that Claude and Carol are coming back over here. And she was so excited for us to get there. She's serving in that local church. I keep saying 2016. I think it's 2014, actually. Uh, 2014, nine years now, she's been faithfully serving in that local church. She was there to greet us when we got there. She came over to Dresden, spent a day with us just because she wanted to be around us. And what a blessing that is. And might I say, there are Bettys everywhere who just simply need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when they do and they respond, there's a great benefit. Every dollar you give, you ever give and wonder if it's worth it? I'm going to tell you this last story, and I'm done. I shared this with a preacher the other day or when I got here Saturday. A number of years ago, when I got to uh, Colonial, it was Bible Baptist in Rogers at the time, they were sending out several missionaries at that time, and, and one of them had been to Guyana and had come back and, and uh, gotten some things worked out and was going back. So I inherited that missionary going to Guyana. So he went back to Guyana and was there for a little period of time. Then he came back. It didn't end well. And his life actually ended, and I believe he's in heaven today, but his life ended um, um, abruptly and roughly. But there were times, I'm just being, being candid, there were times I really did, man, we sent that missionary a couple of times, and we invested a lot of money. Was it really worth it? So here I am there at Faith Baptist now, and we've got a young couple in our church, Alvin and Haley Ancana, getting ready to go to the mission field. They're going to Guyana. 
And so I went to Alvin and I said, I got a question. I said, uh, uh, did you know so-and-so? And I named the missionary. And he goes, oh, yeah. He says, actually, it's through his ministry that my dad, who's now a pastor in Guyana, he said that my dad got saved and that our family is saved. He says, it's through that ministry. And now then he's going to take a church that was started by the church, that was started by the missionary who ended in a bad situation, started by him, his dad pastors it. His dad and that church started a church, and Alvin's going to go pastor that church. I'm going, wait a minute. I need to quit worrying about is it worth it, is it not worth it. That's all in God's hands. You know, the end of this story is, yeah, there's two churches that I personally know of that are planted, and I've met the pastors of both of those Guyanese, uh, those Guyanese churches. I've met those Guyanese pastors. They love God. They're serving the Lord. And I'm so thankful that we didn't say, you know, some of these missionaries are duds. I don't know if you're, I don't want to, I don't want to discourage them, preacher, but there's some pastors that we're duds too. There's some pastors that we don't finish well. I'm praying to finish well, but there's a lot of pastors that don't finish well, a lot of missionaries that don't finish well. But our job as Christians is just to keep, as the preacher said this morning, be faithful. Be faithful. It's required in stewards that a man be found faithful. The question is, Will you reap the benefits that God has for you? Will the unsaved reap the benefits that God has for them? Will this church reap the benefits that God has for this church? Will these missionaries that are here reap the benefits of missions involvement? Will the unsaved, will the Bettys of this world reap the benefits of missions involvement? And of course it comes down to this, will you be involved? I know that you've already filled out your card or maybe you haven't. But if you haven't, it's still not too late to, to let the preacher know, let the church know, here's what, I want to do something. I want to do something. And if you have, it's okay if you go above what you committed. That's all right. I, I don't remember, I heard it on one of the, the, the nights I wasn't here, but I was listening, and the preacher talked about there's been two or three years you've come close to 100,000. 100,000. I know, I know we want what God wants. If God wants you to hit 95,000 every year till eternity, Right? then God's will be done. But God just might be for it going up. He just might be for it going up. And do you know how, if you're hitting 95,000, do you know how close that is to 100? Do you know how close that is? Man, that's so ever close. Can I encourage you tonight to take advantage of the benefits that you have? Let me share one verse, Psalm chapter 106. I'm not going to turn there. But basically the psalmist says, they forgot the works of the Lord. And it not only says that, in, in Psalm 106, verse 13, actually 12, 13, and 21, it says, they soon forgot. In one commentary I was reading after that, he says, literally, it means they made haste to forget. Isn't that something? They made haste to forget. And then he said this, they did it soon. They did it without any delay. It was as if they were impatient. To forget. You know, this week's going to be over in about five minutes. This conference is going to be over just like that. And if we're not careful, we'll forget what God's done in our heart this week. We'll forget how God spoke to us. We'll miss countless blessings and benefits that He has for us. Heavenly Father, thank You for this time here with these people. Bless them. Bless as we go our separate ways in just a bit. 
Lord, if we have an invitation here in a moment, bless that. Lord, use it for your honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. would be seated for just a moment. I got the red, red mic. I uh, like having the slates come down front just a minute. Appreciate uh, all those who had a part in our missions conference, and I appreciate Gift for Mrs. Slate from our late.
That's for him too, right? Just for him. All right. And um, we've already got um, Portugal was Martin uh, and Carol Martin, I Brother Carter in Kansas, and so uh, it's been a blessing to have them. But they are getting to get to Portugal a little more, and so I would like to make a motion that we take Carters on for seventy-five dollars a month, and there's a second. All in favor, aye. aye. Anyone opposed? Uh, latest meeting. any missionaries in the Czech Republic. So I'd like to make a motion we take the Sandellas on $75 a month. Second. All right. All in favor, aye. Aye. Anyone opposed? Amen. Thank you very much for coming and being with us. Now the Bushes, who we support, uh, had the church in Yates Center. And that turned out real ugly on behalf of the church to the Bushes. Since then, she's uh, been diagnosed with cancer. Uh, he was in an automobile wreck. I'd like to make a motion that we'd send them $1,000 out of our missions to be a blessing to them. Uh, any discussion? Second? Okay, thank you, Trent. All in favor? A good hearty amen? Anyone opposed? Then we have a young lady out of our church, uh, Miss Jamie Purcell. Her and her husband were on their way to the couples retreat. They pastor a small church up in Trenton, Missouri. They were on the way to a couples retreat and the ice and stuff that happened down there, and they ended up totaling their car. And which, you know, it's bad, but it's kind of good because they have three children now and they, they could really use a minivan. And so I'd like for us to be a blessing to their family and uh, give them $1,500 to help them towards getting a bigger vehicle and something be a blessing. They're going to have their insurance money off the vehicle. So with our help, maybe that will get them a lot closer to being able to do that. Uh, and so any discussion on that? Can I get a second on that? All right. Any seconds? All in favor, aye. Anyone opposed? All right. And then, let's see. That's all on my list. That's pretty good. It's been a great day. It's been good to be together this week. 
Um, I'm going to be gone this next week. I'm going to leave on Wednesday through next Sunday. I'm going to preach a missions conference in Lebanon, Missouri. <laughs> It'd be cool if it was in Lebanon, but it's going to be in Lebanon, Missouri. So uh, pray for your preacher while he's out. That I can be a blessing to that church. It's, this is what churches do. We encourage each other for the cause of missions because we need missionaries around the world. It's God's plan that people would go. And it's God's plan that we would help them. Um, we took up a promise this morning. It's very light, okay? So if you're the one holding back thinking, I'll, I'll give the card to put it over. Go ahead and give the card, okay? Let's get over it. And um, God, God's going to do what God does with that, okay? Let's go ahead and stand. We'll be dismissed in prayer. Brother Lalo, why don't you come dismiss us in prayer? No, come here. I didn't say over there. I said, here, come here. <laughs> and I want you to do it in Spanish. Vamos a orar. Señor Jesucristo, gracias por este día que nos has dado en esta, en esta iglesia, una, una bendición de donde veras. Gracias por esta familia que tenemos. Y oramos por los misioneros, Señor, que los mandes todos y que le, le, les des uh, poder. Pueda hacer lo que tú le llamaste a hacer. Este, que, que seas con nosotros este día, que seas con nosotros todas las, eso de la semana y que nos protejas casi por todo que haces en nuestra vida. En tu nombre oramos. Amén.